Gross. Yar. Alright, and then we can just, uh, probably just hit play and then count down on the fuck. Yeah. Or are you already recording? <laughs> oh, yeah, no, I've been recording for the past minute and eight seconds. Ships. Okay, alright, uh, three, two, one, go. Bam. Mm. Ooh. Ooh. Ding. I gotta say... Nick's intro literally does just get me a little pumped for the whole thing. Yeah, it, it gets me. Well, like I, it, I mean, don't get me wrong. It, it is no uh, famous, famous brother twins LP and Killer Mike going twin hype on my windpipe or anything, or anything so crass. Me and Killer uh, Mike are twins. <laughs> like our biological twins, but it gets me. It gets me up just enough. It, it's like having an alarm on your phone that isn't like really like rah, rah, like one of those obnoxious ones. It's like one of the ones that just kind of eases you into a nice awake state. Yeah, it's like you you wake up and you go to take a shower in the morning, and there's a pot of coffee just sitting on the shower's floor, and so so <laughs> it it like it clearly is uh -huh. gonna wake you up a little more than it should. Well, yeah, because I, 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 my, my first assumption is my dream hasn't stopped. It's clearly that's absurd, <laughs> and I'm that's, still there. That's the best way to wake up, or when you think that the nightmare is done, and <laughs> it, and it just goes. And oh. it's, it's a lot more subversive for sure. Like my nightmares, my nightmares trying new shit out, which I like. I don't want my nightmare to get like in a creative rut. Uh, <laughs> I like that it's in this place of putting coffee in the floor of my shower I don't now. Want, yeah, because, I mean, that's that's more, like, psychological. It's just like, oh, yeah. did I leave the coffee pot on the shower floor? No. No, I didn't. Why yeah, would I, I have? Yeah, when, why is it in this room or area of the house and not immediately next to the coffee maker? That It's only supposed to be in, like, two places, and it's in the coffee maker or in the dishwasher being cleaned, and that's if you clean it that way. Yeah, I can only assume that somebody was trying to kill themselves in my shower, but just completely <laughs> misunderstood how, like, a coffee machine works. <laughs> where, they, where they think that the pot, you put, the, you put hot water in the pot, put it down there, and that's what gets the rest of the machine <laughs> ready to go, and it does it all electronically. It's technically cordless, and that's cool. We, uh, <laughs> was, the, was the was the start of that sentence someone was trying to kill themselves and they just didn't understand the coffee maker? Yeah, they well they were just like, oh, electricity, right? If I I can kill myself in the shower, which is also really funny to me because and I don't know why because it's not that funny of a thing, but you know when you when you see people like killing themselves in a the bathroom, it's usually mm -hmm. like in the bath, like in a bath. Yeah, like you never see someone like. Like, the idea of just standing up in the shower and then just, like, throwing, like, a toaster just on the floor. It just, I guess it's embarrassing that way because people would just think you, like, slipped. <laughs> you just like, oh, he was, it in there. He was probably just trying to make toast. It probably isn't even, like, a sad thing. Yeah. Uh, well, I feel like it's... Well, that's it. I feel like it's... What? What? <laughs> fuck. 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 Go ahead. You go ahead. Climb on that thing. Climb All right, on that thing. Get in there. Let me get in this little uh, this little comedy jacket. Uh, <laughs> it, it strikes me that if you're going if you're going to kill yourself in a bathroom, and I, I guess we should stress to our viewers, you should our viewers. This is a podcast. You should not. Do, <laughs> uh, you shouldn't. And if you have feelings, I guess look into whatever. But I feel like if you 
if you're gonna do it in like a bathroom, I guess like you know that's that's your time. It's it's you. Your time is never more your own than when you're about to end it all. And who unwinds after a day with just a shower? You typically do like candles, smooth music, and a bath. You don't like showers. Like if you have to kill yourself on like a very strict time. Yeah, schedule. it's like it's like. The only time you take a shower after work is if you have somewhere else you have to go immediately after work. So if you're, like, late to, like, your suicide cult or something (laughs) else, like, I get it. You got to shower and you got to die quick. Yeah, yeah. Like, if if you need to, like, take the time, you know, I would suggest, one, I don't condone it. But if I did, I would say that you should wind down pretty heftily before going through with anything I don't condone. And yeah, I mean that with all things I don't condone. Yeah, anything you should relax beforehand. You should be chill as hell. I like the original concept of uh, someone trying to kill themselves and they just don't know how a coffee maker works. Because yeah. that's so far removed from how it could possibly have worked. Like that's uh, that's not even like six degrees. That's that's a that's full three sixty. They're back where they started. That's how far removed that is from how a coffee maker functions. Yeah. Well, you know. I feel yeah. like um, I feel like they only made the mistake because they um haven't yet had had their morning coffee. coffee. Yeah. You, um, you don't want to kill yourself whenever you're still waking up. You uh, know what? I'm gonna go ahead and I'm going to claim that uh, this will have taken the place of our usual uh, segment of "Hey, what you been up to?" Yeah. <laughs> so we'll let this be our our lead in, I guess. To nutrition and wellness. Yeah, yeah, there we go. It's always good when you get into suicide jokes in the first six minutes. Well, it's also just funny coffee joke. Um, oh, funny coffee true. joke. <laughs> I think only yeah, one I, of those is salvageable. No, but yeah. um, <laughs> this is this is when we do the this is when we do the thing. We practiced this last week where we say, "Hey, everybody, welcome to Why This Not That." It's the podcast where you make decisions, except they're made for you, and you just gotta say why they are the one you did. Sometimes you gotta choose between boxers or briefs. Sometimes you gotta choose between being brief and boxing somebody. You know, it's all just. I'm excited for that one. That's gonna yeah, be a good one. I don't know what the theme for that episode would be. Oh, um, well, you can throw that one in the uh, in the in the in the wrestling one. Oh, Whenever yeah, we want to do the. We can just Damn. like even bullshit it as far as just oh fighting is the is the thing. Bam, easy. So or just if it's about like underwear or pajamas, <laughs> yeah, it's this, like whatever. This this about clothes. I'm excited for pajamas to be like an actual theme. But uh, this week's theme, yes. this day's, this one's is a uh, nutrition and wellness. And I have the yes, opening yes. question that I asked last week. Mm-hmm, the teaser. Um, the teaser question was why croutons. Not bacon bits. So, Drew. Yes. Why croutons, not bacon bits? All right. Uh, it'll it'll surprise uh, no one who listens to the show that is a, is a friend of mine personally that I am I'm quite the soup boy. I am uh, I'm pretty into my soups. Oh. Mostly just the one. <laughs> Drew's um, the soupiest boy. I am the soupiest boy. Um, so, and I actually, uh, I, I got into soups. I'm going to be honest, like in my, in the span of like my life relatively recently, like within a couple years and a thing really more of a soup baby than anything. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's at oldest. I would be a soup boy. I don't know if soup years is similar to dog years or whatever. Um, it isn't a good, uh, it it should be, if anything, way faster. It's a food and spoils quicker than dogs. Um, but it's, it's a, it's a thing like uh, there was a soup I got, it was like a tomato soup and it had, it actually had croutons in it. And the thing I would do is I would immediately, I'd dunk the croutons to the bottom of the soup, 
eat a little, have a sandwich with it, whatever. And then whenever I would eat the croutons, what the reason I do croutons over bacon bits, one, um, bacon bits are just kind of fried, fatty parts of pigs. And while they taste, you know, whatever, uh, they aren't very healthy. However, croutons, and specifically in my context, since I pair them with soups so often, they kind of just sponge up and they just soak up soup. And so then whenever I eat one after that, it's just kind of like a mini burst of soup flavor, and it's real That's nice. right. Okay, so it's yeah. like it's like instead of like cinnamon toast crunch, it's uh, bready soup bites. Yeah, it's bready soup bites. <laughs> it's, and, uh, it's, soup bites. It's, it's adults can't see them still. That part is the same across <laughs> both. Um, but it's, well, uh, it's soup. pretty pretty thick. If you push it to the bottom, there's no way. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's even kids can't see it is actually the big difference is not only can adults not see <laughs> the flavor of croutons, neither can kids. Uh, no one can. It's, it's unseeable. <laughs> Very nice. I like it. Okay. Uh, I do want to throw a, a, bit, a bit of a curveball because uh, okay. soups are fine. But the thing that most people, because I actually can't think of a lot of soups where people put bacon bits <laughs> in their soup. Um, okay. Fair. Um, unless, like, if you could like name a few, but I don't know of any soups that are just like right off the cuff. Like, let's throw bacon, bacon bits. bits. I can I, tell I you know uh, sausage soup. I saw my my favorite soup actually. A loaded potato has bacon bits in it. It's oh, okay. a, you get potato. You have like chives on it and and uh, bacon bits and whatnot. Okay, but uh, with with croutons, why croutons yes. over bacon bits in a salad? In a salad, um, I. I like I get I get if you've made the decision to eat salads I get that you have by making that decision you have also intrinsically decided to steer away from other certainly tastier but less healthy foods like th- those decisions I feel like are the same thing and yeah. I get the urge to cheat by also adding bacon to your salad but it's just not the point if you're going to go ahead and dip your toe in by adding bacon to your right. salad yes. to make it taste good then just dive in and just eat bacon dive or into eat the anything whole bowl. else yeah, just 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 sit in the bowl, throw all the leaves out, and then just cover yourself in even more bacon. If you're gonna, if you're gonna <laughs> do it like a little, why would you even just? Yeah, I, I don't I don't get the I don't get the dipping your toe into the bacon because I mean honestly, most of soups are like dressings and stuff, which are also super tasty and not healthy. So if you're gonna do that, just do dressings, and then it's not even a thing. That's right. And a lot of people I know, um, and this is even if you do want to go the unhealthy route but want to avoid meats entirely, mm-hmm. I would say that a lot of people will drown out the bad taste of a salad uh, that it inherently has with mm-hmm. mounds and mounds of dressings. Oh, just so much dressing. Just so much dressing. And in the same way that uh, you start getting your, um, uh, what did we call them, your, your soupy bread bites, yeah. Um, you get your just after you eat through all the leaves of the dressing. By that time, your croutons are soaking up all that good, good. That Michael effect- Jackson bad. It's effectively <laughs> so much sauce and so much dressing that it becomes just a soup. Is yeah, is so the idea? Yeah, bacon doesn't soak up nothing. Yeah, it doesn't soak up a damn thing, and that's the only problem with bacon. <laughs> I um <laughs> I have no choice but to agree. Yeah, no, we're already moving on. It's too late now. Um. <laughs> Uh, the first question I want to do, I actually, I'm going to do this one first because one of our submissions was very close to one of mine. Uh, mm-hmm. So uh, and I'm going to use mine because I like my wording better, but it was a, one of Antonio Lopez's question. His was, uh, his was specifically, why go to the gym, not the gym? The second one is J-I-M. Mm. My version of the question, Daniel, that I want to put to you is, Daniel, why a gym membership and not a James membership? And what I want to be specific here is, uh, with a 
James membership, $24.95 a month. There is a $30 startup fee, but you get unlimited access to all the James you can actually do. That's your Franco's. That's your Marsden's. That's all of them. Okay, okay, mm-hmm. okay, gotcha. And I'm assuming, um, I'm assuming that the gym membership is a GYM. Workout rooms, yeah, and exercise, yes. Okay, workout rooms and exercise. And unf- and I am in the, um, I'm in the good spot of having to defend, uh, regular workout gyms. Um, well, here, not here's one, a membership of, the, to here's James. one of the, the things that I find true about gyms every time I go there. I don't know about other mm-hmm. people, but I'll make this assumption for them, because that's my job. Okay. Um, when Indeed. people, when people go to the gym, they go there to, to work out. One of the main things that people like when they are at the, at the gym, the thing that most people assume is that it is a relatively secluded environment. You are on your machine. You are using your machine. People aren't going to bother you. If you have a James membership, mm-hmm. your only choice is to be bothered. By a hefty plethora, I have I have a list here of just famous actors with the first name James. There's 103 people uh-huh. on this list, so you got you got right off the jump with the James membership. You got 103 dudes, and that's a lot of pressure. Now I get it. You could just say, hey, you could just think of this as different types of of, of workout equipment. It's just like, oh, sure, yeah, you yeah. could go to the gym and then you could go get on, I don't know, like your treadmill or you could go with, um, what do you, what do you call those little bouncy balls that you're supposed to like roll around on? Uh, armadillos. <laughs> <laughs> the yeah, those are armadillos. Yeah, 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 yeah. Whatever those little bouncy fucks are. And, mm-hmm. you know, and so you could use those. And then, but, you know, obviously if you go to the James, you could use a Dean. You could use a Brown if you wanted to do. You could use a. You have, you have a lot of you options. Could go, you could go right on the Earl Jones. But here's the thing about um, the James. Uh-huh. Uh, all of these, while different in appearance, function pretty much exactly the same. These are all a uh, bipedal uh, human oh, okay. men. These, these all function. <laughs> the only kind of workout you're going to get from any of these James, uh-huh. and that is excluding ones that have expired and passed on from this realm, um, yes. you're only going to get the same types of workouts with these James Ziz. They're not going to offer you the, uh, the, you're not going to get the most bang for your buck, especially when you're paying that $30 fee up front. Yeah. You're going to want a little bit more, but the thing is Buchanan, Spader, (laughs) Gandolfini, all of those are pretty much going to give you the same thing. You go to the gym, you get your treadmill for your cardio. You get your just weight benches for your muscle lifting. Hell, they even got classes for like Zumba. I don't think that Garfield's got that. I know Garner doesn't have that. I know that Cromwell and Joyce and Vanderbeek, <laughs> you can't you can't go inside of them and then listen to pumped up jams and swing your arms around, especially not in a blunt. Definitely not. Definitely not in a James Blunt. So, so then your your biggest thing is is the the gym membership. You know, going into the gymnasium, you just have more options. Whereas going into a Jamesnasium, you don't really have. Yeah, it's really uh, you have the the, yeah you have the similar one options. It's really just literally the name brands is <laughs> is what you're getting. They're all machines that do okay. relatively similar things. But it's just like, look, we even have James Egan Holmes on here. Oh, hey, that's oh. the guy that shot up the theater. <laughs> yeah, so you probably don't want, you don't want to go there. 
I forgot all about that. Ooh, boy. Yeah, so there, yeah, forget everything else I said. Uh, yeah, James Holmes is a James. So just remember that if you have your James membership. If you're, if you're thinking of buying a James yeah, membership. getting the James membership. I guess sit as far as you can in the back. I don't know. I don't, I don't know what to tell you there. Oh, man. That's uh, I like that one. Yeah, I feel like all the jokes are mine out of the James membership. I feel like that's all. You know, oh. I got to say, I thought I thought we got them all whenever you hit name brand. I really felt like that was it, but no. Yeah, no, because I, I, this is just like people that are just list of famous people with the name of James. And let me just say how awful it is that – that this man is a famous James because he's a murderer. Like he's yeah, not well, even he... like James Cook or 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 uh, James Clement. I don't know who that is, or, but or, that's still even... better than knowing he's a murderer. I think. Yeah, or even I mean, like Jesse James is technically a murderer, but he's like roped up in like a a somewhat I don't know romantic idea of the old west. This dude is just a killer. Yeah, this dude's um, um not very romantic. <laughs> No. At least, you know what? I can't actually say that for certain, but I will. I will assume such things. I I will say that for certain, even though I, it is uh, patently unknowable. I will uh, act as though I do. Uh, just I, I'm, I'm just now seeing one of these questions. I'm seeing all these questions for the first time. I wanted to do this a little different than last yeah. week, where I I was keeping track throughout the day mm-hmm. of one of Lenny's questions. This isn't the one I'm asking. Okay. But you know the one that's really, really funny that I'm looking at, and maybe we'll come back to it. But mm-hmm. I'm actually really interested in the Matt McGraw question. Okay. Uh, in, in regards to, in, and keep in mind, this is nutrition and wellness. Yeah. So why fast food, not food fasting? Yeah, no, of course. Um, so this is actually an interesting one. Uh, see, I, uh, I work with Matt, and uh, he, he actually mentioned this one to me. Um, uh, earlier in the day, which it was similar to one that I had an idea for. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the, my original idea was why fast food, not food fast. And my concept was to be like, you just run really quick while you eat it. Yeah. It's just quick um, eating or like, a, yeah. like a, yeah, yeah, yeah no, I got yeah. you. But it, it, so his is, is, you know, I'm, I'm going to like a McDonald's or a Wendy's instead of not eating, <laughs> uh, for like a day. Hmm. Uh, a week, a month, or even my year, uh, <laughs> and and as it pertains to nutrition wellness, look, I, I'll go ahead and concede fast food not the healthiest thing. But in its defense, that's not the point. The point is the speed. Um, mm, this is where you're going to eat your cheetahs and whatnot. So, as it, it's it's a a good part of uh, whenever you actually transition into a more healthy lifestyle, you know, you have, you're mindful of your nutrition and your wellness is you start looking food as less of, you know, like comfort and convenience and flavor and more in the sense of your food is your fuel. It's what allows you to go throughout the day. And so in that aspect, fasting, Mm -hmm. you know, going without food is just me going, you know, I'm just not going to put gas in the car today, which is fine for that day. But eventually down like later in the week, I need to drive somewhere. I got to do stuff. And so the biggest thing is like fast food. Sure. It's not as good as it could be, but at least it does give me some fuel. lets me do some things with my day. Whereas food fasting just doesn't do that. Gotcha. Yeah. And I feel like it, it goes without saying, uh, death as well. Um, dying, yeah, you die if you don't eat. Yeah, if if I if I if I fast all the way to the grave, which you know me, I'm I'm an yeah, absolute. Yeah, I'm a hard goer. Um, 
if I start fasting, there's no way for me to stop. There's so no stopping. There's yeah. no stopping. Yeah, so if I had to pick, I'd rather you just constantly be eating fast foods <laughs> instead of just not eating any yeah, food. Yeah, just not eating and then dying. Oh, man. I'm not going to lie. Uh, with, with just how the question was set up, the answer was so obvious that I wasted uh, mine, and now I feel like I'm about to get just hit by a truck, and I'm Dude, I'm excited to see what's about to happen to me. And uh, there, there's so many good ones. This uh, man, I gotta say this. Um, okay, you know I do eh, that one. I feel like that. I'm actually I'm gonna I'm gonna flip that one then, so that I don't have you effectively answering the same question twice. Mm -hmm. um, for clarity, uh, this is a question from Linton Lee's. Um, his original question is, why treadmills, not streets? But since I had you already answer why gyms, not James, mm -hmm. I'm going to say, Daniel, why streets, not treadmills? Okay. Why streets, not treadmills? Uh, from the point of view of you are exercising, you are looking to go you know, get your cardio in, why do it on the street and not on a treadmill? Well, this is... This is um... Really, my answer goes all the like my my entire reasoning is just about self defense. Okay. Here's the thing, uh, hmm. streets they give you a lot of variance of terrain. Um, they hmm. have slopes, they have peaks. Some of the concrete on a street uh, is loose. Some of it's just real nice, fresh packed, and hmm. so it also gives you just a bunch of different types of environments to run on. The thing is, treadmills at this point. Uh, they actually do incline and they do uh, have yep. built-in different settings of, of, a, of a pseudo roughness. Yeah. And so it can mimic that same thing about streets. True. Um, but the thing about streets that is interesting mm -hmm. is that if somebody was to like try to come up to you and they're trying to chase you down and like steal your wallet or something, if you are on a street and you're running, mm -hmm. then you can... You can always just keep going or you can like find a good place to turn around and go back home or run to like an adjacent police station. If someone comes up behind you and they start chasing you when you're on a treadmill, a treadmill. I don't know if you've ever seen <laughs> Scooby-Doo or, or like a comedy movie from like the early 90s <laughs> when the floor is all soaked up. Uh -huh. <laughs> if somebody's behind you and you're on a treadmill and you start just freaking out, it doesn't matter how fast you run. Because you don't move. <laughs> you don't move at all. And I'll tell you this, there's never going to be an adjacent police station. Hey, Best you can hope for is there's a police officer running on the treadmill next to you. <laughs> but even then, if he tries to turn around to chase after the guy... He's just walking the direction of the treadmill. He's going to slip and fall down and hit his butt. He's, he's going <laughs> to look awful silly. He's going to look awful point, silly. And he's going to be so embarrassed, he won't even want to arrest that guy. Hold on. I think there is a possible mm. law in the logic. Mm. And, and I believe it is this. It's, uh -oh. it, it's in your example for the streets. Yeah. It's you are on the street and the person trying to rob you is also on the street. Therefore, right. by that logic, if you're on the treadmill, wouldn't the person trying to rob you also be on a treadmill? Oh, no, this is the thing. <laughs> Treadmills only have so much room on them. So he could literally be standing behind you like <laughs> only about like three or four inches and be off the treadmill. They're not that long. He could, he could theoretically, 
stab uh-huh. you in the spine. Yes. Like, and only barely be putting his arm over the treadmill. Because as I was saying, they're not that big. Just long enough for what one pair of legs, truly. One pair of legs <laughs> and a knife. So not only, not only... Are you not going to get anywhere and also get killed, potentially? Potentially. But the guy that's robbing you, he's not even getting a workout. If you're running on a street, he at least has to run, and you're doing something for your fellow man or woman. I'm not going to discriminate. Whoever wants to kill you, fuck it. Whatever. (laughs) So that's why streets, not treadmills. Okay. It's... it's, you're being more altruistic. It's better for all of humanity if you run in the streets. Absolutely. And not okay. uh, yeah. <laughs> also, you don't have to fall down on your butt. Yeah, you don't have to look silly <laughs> like, as you die. Silly policeman. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, ooh, I really like that one. Uh, this is one from Paul Smith. Um, okay. Oh, God, I just noticed he has another really, really good one. He does have another yeah, really, really good one. Yeah, there's two super good ones. Oh, yeah. golly gee, McGillicuddy. Okay. Uh-huh. Uh, we're going to go with, okay, I'm going to I'm gonna switch it. All right. Uh, actually, no, because that might end up being too close to uh, the answer I just did. So instead, <laughs> I'm going to ask the other one. Okay. Um, and so I'm going to give a little bit of setup. All right. This isn't like the current way that kings work in England. Like, okay. this is, like, classic king. Like, I'm talking, like, Nebuchadnezzar style. Actual feudalism. Like, okay. actual feudalistic king, where, yeah. like, if you don't bow down and worship, like, bad things might happen. Death, yeah. So, why eat kale, not hail the king? All right, I think, I think, given, given that setup, it is important um, to, to, one, acknowledge, you know, the, um, just the strong power that kings do, you know, command uh, in in that in that setup. Mm-hmm. A king can just by saying it order someone to kill you, and they're gonna. I think it is also important <laughs> to bring up that raw kale is composed of eighty four percent water. It has nine percent carbs, some protein, about four percent, and so in a hundred gram serving, Daniel. Uh, you get 49 calories, and that gets you. That's not a ton. I'm not gonna build Rome with that amount of calories, but I am gonna have the energy to possibly flee some royal guards to maybe duck into a bush. And guess what that bush is? It might also be kale. This oh, is the rich king. He's probably got a lot of plants around. And here's the other thing. I'm as soon as I walk into this kingdom, I'm trying to set myself apart. I'm not trying to look like all these other peasants. Killing the land for the local leaf lords. I'm not trying to live as my father lived, tilling dirt all the time. I want them to know, hey, one, I don't care about your rules. I'm an independent man. Two, I'm smart about my intake, and I eat food that not only tastes good, but feels good. Also... It pairs well. Like, it's, I'm trying, I'm a visionary here. I want the king to see that for sure, because he's gonna. Everyone else is bowing down. I'm chewing down on my leaves. So he's gonna see that. I'm gonna issue him, like, hey, they're like, what are you doing? And I'm gonna see, you don't understand, king. I'm gonna say with that pause. Nice. You, you eat this leaf. You are more powerful than even a king. And he's gonna eat it, and it's gonna be like, oh, this is kale. And I mean, sure, kale's delicious, nutritious, great snack. It, it doesn't have those supernatural powers, but I've already stood up to him. He can't go back on what I've said at this point. It's too late. He'll look weak. 
and he'll and it's even harder to look weak when you feel so good because again kale 84% water 20% of your daily dose of vitamin A C B6 there's so much in it that is actually like I'm not going to lie like jokes aside for a minute like yeah. that's all shit that's just in kale uh yeah I have the wikipedia page for it for god damn Dude, that is jam-packed with nutrients. <laughs> it's to the brim. I want to uh, take a quick pause to mention our sponsor, uh, Kale. Uh, Kale mm-hmm. is delicious, nutritious, and king-stopping for over, uh, fucking, I don't know, since the Middle Ages? Yep, there it is. Yeah, toss that in there. Make that cannon. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> That's delicious. Yeah, I'm glad. <laughs> Man, and how much How much H2O is in it? 84? 84% of kale? That's just straight up water. water. That's just yeah, eating water with the protein. It's the best thing since drinking it. Like, and I, I wish, I wish that I was like doing a bit here, but that's really, really good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Daniel, I wish that we had continued to tell yeah, jokes just... in this comedy podcast, but we just have an undying <laughs> love for I kale. I had no idea. Like, I got a genuinely, um, I gotta get some of that shit. Anyway, um, so so uh, jumping back, standing up to the king. You've already you you put your foot down. You said, "Hey, this kale's pretty good, dude." Yeah, more powerful than even a king. More and powerful than even a king. He can't go back. You want to no. know what's interesting about this? Yeah, is that this is also just pretty similar uh, to what ended up happening um, with with Nebuchadnezzar and and <laughs> Daniel in the lion's den. Um, because Daniel, um, would be worshiping God, uh, but you know, uh, in this one eating kale. Yes. Um, and then as the king, to God as you the can king, get. the king would say, Hey, you can't do that. We're going to throw you into the, into the lion's den, but you get down there, all the malnourished lions eating meat only protein. What's their uh, H2O intake? Yeah, you're going down enough. there looking like a, you're already alpha right when you land. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so they're not gonna and, mess with you. And and then I'm giving kale to the lions. The lions will have a healthier, more balanced diet. They're getting all the folate and manganese they need. They're and happy. So their 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 coat looks better. <laughs> it's got a nice, beautiful sheen to it. And now I've got this pack of lions. Like it, it's just it's a snowball effect because of the kale. It can't God. be stopped. Man, kale is dope. <clears throat> all right, let's move on <laughs> to the next one. Um. <laughs> all right let me see who's doing all right hey daniel i i build, i feel like just just some preface because i didn't know this till i looked it up so preface for the audience as well as anyone who doesn't know mm-hmm. uh zoodles are zucchini noodles they are noodles made of the plant zucchini healthy whatnot uh this question is from Paige hansen and mm-hmm. daniel Paige asks why zoodles not doodles okay uh, all right, as in like drawings. Yeah, as in short freehand drawings. As in short freehand drawings. Uh huh. All right. Okay. No, this one. This one's pretty good. This one okay. is pretty good because here's the thing about about uh, doodles. Yes. Uh, dying art form. Uh, granted, it could technically be uh, really just like really well done drawings. A doodle is just kind of a picture you make in your spare time as you're waiting for for time to pass by, just as yeah. filler, more or less. Mm-hmm. But truly, truly, it's a dying art form. Yeah, um, it's already. <laughs> I was gonna say it's already dude on arrival, but that's fucking stupid as shit. So yeah. ignore it. Cut it out of the podcast. 
And I'm going to say this. I will say this. When you are when you are uh, performing a doodle. Yes. <laughs> Doodling, as it were. Yes, when you're performing a doodle, um, mm-hmm. you are only really exercising uh, one part of your body. And, and that is just whichever is your dominant hand, or if you're really bad, whichever is your non-dominant hand. <laughs> um, and that's, that's really all doodles do. Doodles mm-hmm. are legitimately, uh, yeah. artistically and officially, wastes of time. Where zoodles, zucchini noodles, although not necessarily artistic, are at least doing your body some good. You're, you're actually um, getting anything done instead of just being like, oh, gosh, I got 10 more minutes until my meeting. I'm going to draw a picture. It's no. You know what? I got 10 minutes. Like, I can just get them dry. I can get like 10 dry zoodles, pop them in my mouth. I eat that shit. I eat that shit down. Boom. I'm getting healthy. I get that zucchini. I got that noodle. I got that. Um, uh, that combination zucchini and noodle. Yeah, I got that zoodle. I'm zoodled up right now. And, and the thing about it is, is like, well. What about, what about the artistic integrity of a doodle? Even though I've already said that that's stupid and doodles yeah, are dumb. Yeah, there's the thing none, about yeah. it is, is that what's the best kind of drawings or, or art rather for kids to make for their parents? Macaroni oh, noodle mac- pictures. Oh, that's shit. right. You go in zoodles. Best of both worlds. You pop oh. three of them boys into your mouth. You had ten. That's seven. Make a fucking smiley face on a post-it note. Send that to your grandma. <laughs> She'll put it up on her fridge or eat it. I don't care. But, <laughs> but <laughs> it's that it's the perfect combination of art and health. And I, I and I genuinely mean that because I can't think of any really other kind of like uh, combination of those two things. Yeah, of those things, unless you count like ballet or <laughs> dance. <laughs> And I mean, I've only eaten, I have to be in a mood to eat a dance. It's yeah. Noodles, I feel like, are a more universal food, for sure. And I'm not going to get a ballet unless I'm feeling like getting an appetizer, yeah. like, honestly. And even then, I'm not eating healthy if I'm getting an appetizer. Just yeah, eat no. a small entree and a side salad. That's yeah. really all you need. If I'm trying to really shed those pounds. But, but that's the thing. You can make your mama happy. You can make your art teachers happy. You're and also you're redefining like noodle drawings because these are healthier options of art. This is literally healthier art than you were making before. Ink's That's, not good. You no, don't drink that. You. Don't drink ink. And don't really like most regular noodles are kind of fatty. They're they're just uh, just, they're just carbs. Yeah, yeah. It's just it's just empty carbs. That zucchini though, that's going to be packed with a lot more stuff. That's going to make that art really pop. It's going to really pop off. Really really pop really off the page. Pop off the sticky note. That's right. And so whenever you're done having art, you eat that. You eat it, <laughs> and it's good. And, and you know, I feel like that actually answers a lot of people. Like, look at art, and they're like, "Yeah, but why? Like, what's the?" point of art and i feel like zoodles uh, zoodle art specifically it has both a form and a function it's like oh hey did you like looking at this art did it make you feel something oh did it not well then you eat it and it's food and or then even you- then it's just look at how good it it looked imagine how good it tastes like no, it's really an artistic sensation uh encapsulating i what well, does zucchini have a smell you gotta let me know <laughs> uh, <laughs> i'm sure I- it smells like a shit pickle <laughs> like a worse version. Yeah, probably. I honestly, I, I gotta say, in my whole life, never once smelled a zucchini. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm gonna assume 
but it appeals to at least four of the five senses. Bare minimum. <laughs> including uh, 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 hearing. Because <laughs> when, you're, when you're slapping that down on the paper, <laughs> you're hearing that shit. Not only is it good when you're crunching down on a dry noodle, that makes sounds too. Satisfying in at least four of five things. Regular doodles, probably only like three. Bare, yeah, at, at most. Yeah, you see it. Uh, and and you can smell it. Doesn't taste like anything. Nah, not that I know. I don't. You know, I'm not eating doodles or whatever. Next question. <laughs> we're in a good. We're in a good comedy place for this episode. This oh God, I don't. That's the thing. Whenever. Oh boy. <laughs> oh boy. I have a I have a tricky one that I have saved up for like one of the like the tail end, and I'm really worried about it now. Uh, let's see. I think I think I'm gonna do one more from the list before I get into to the one that I thought of personally. Okay. Um. Oh, I actually like this other one. Okay. From Lenny because it is just legitimately like based on the exact thing it is. Mm-hmm. You would think that this is has no choice but to be the wrong answer. So this is the one I want to go with. All right. Why buffets, not diets? Um. Here's here's the trick thing about diets. So diets are you have to you have to mentally condition yourself to a strict set of foods or a strict type of food or that kind of stuff uh, in order to achieve weight loss goals. The the problem with that is humans are biologically wired to eat what is available to them. Mm-hmm. Um, there it's it's you know you wouldn't you wouldn't see a caveman not chowing down on a saber tooth diet because it was too paleo or whatever. Like you wouldn't, he wouldn't do that. Um, and so a, a, a trick is whenever you're on a diet is you are in a constant battle. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're in a constant battle against your own biological instincts. And that these are things that have kept our species alive for like thousands of years. And so here, and here, here's what happens. It's let's let's say you're in a you're in a uh, a friend of mine. He was recently on a, on a diet. He did a whole year. He did no chips, uh, constant temptation to do that. And he, here, it's uh, I don't think he did this, but what happens usually is you go, okay, well I'm I'm not allowed to eat chips. That's that's <laughs> diet. That's the rule I said. I'm not gonna do it. I can eat celery though, and so because you can't have what you want, you just end up eating like 400 stalks of celery in a day. You should never eat that, ever, ever, ever. Uh, but because you're trying to fill this want, this desire for chips, but you decided you can't have, and you end up, you end up kind of overcorrecting, and you know, overcorrecting this other direction. And so the big thing for a buffet is. It builds in because if you're eating celery, if you're eating 400 celery stalks, yeah. nobody's around you. No one's talking to you. No one's looking at you. They're all averting their gaze. At a buffet, <laughs> the only thing that stops you, because buffets are all you can eat. You can just stuff your plate as much as you need to. The only thing that stops you from just moving in to a golden corral, moving into a buffet, is is social shame. It's people looking at you like, dude, that's like your 40th plate of celery stalks. And you're like, you know what? It is my 40th plate of celery stalks. <laughs> I should slow down a bit. And so the only, it's the only place where you're, you're, you're overcorrecting the biological need to overcorrect that a diet would give you is actually reined in by anything. Okay. All right. Uh-huh. I, I think I get what you're saying. And so your, your, your main point is that diets are are fairly intrinsically focused. It is a, a yeah. set of rules that you set for yourself. It is a <laughs> it is a thing that you decide, hey, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do, do this, this for me. 
Yeah. Where buffets force you out into the public eye. Mm-hmm. And then you are hit with the reminder of, oh, wait a minute. It was never about how I feel about myself. It was never it's about what everybody you. else is screaming about my habits of kale. Yeah. Or not it, kale. Uh, what is it? It was, uh, <laughs> it was celery stalks. This it time. was celery stalks. Yeah. It's, it's, if you, if you put yourself in a big room surrounded by food where everyone is it's just pretty much looking at, at the buffet tables thinking, oh man, what do I want to get next? And they see a motherfucker with 40 plates, each one with how many was he eating? 400? 400. Okay, so he's got 10, ten on each plate? Foot. 10 on each plate. <laughs> they're going to notice that guy. Yes. They're going to they're gonna whisper to the waitress, and they're going to say, can he do that? And the waitress is going to shake her head and say, it's all you can eat. And then everyone just kind of like like single tear run down the face as they mm-hmm. look on. And so it's, so it's then your choices have to face, they have to beat public scrutiny, and that's the heart of Yeah, there's no way to do it. I like it. So pretty much the the main advice there is public scrutiny is good um, for uh, building your eating habits around. If if you are if you are in a situation where you just can't stop eating four hundred celery stalks a day, try doing it in public. Go to a buffet. Maybe someone's going to stop you, and and that way you. And if not. There, there's like, like I'm not a, a firm believer of like the supernatural world, but I do think that people will emit an aura of <laughs> like you, you will feel like this. Everyone will shift from like different shades of greens and blues and reds, and everyone will encompass this this dim gray, and it will it will surround your 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 uh, now newly enlightened mind. Yeah, as <laughs> you've been opened up, and you say, oh. That's bad, the thing. That's how this goes. <laughs> 400 celery stalks. Yeah, so I like mad. that. That's really, mm-hmm. really funny to me. <laughs> I, like that. I like that quite a bit. That's a good one. Well, let me see here. I think I want to do, I think I also want to get one more suggestion. Uh, you know, I am, I am just going to take this. Just, this is so good. Are you um, taking the good one? You know I am. All right, this one's from Paul Smith. Um this question is from Paul, uh, and this. Oh, one, okay. I actually thought you were getting the one right above it because that was the one I was most excited about. But uh, I'm I'm happy with this one. All right, all right. Um, so Daniel, mm-hmm. um, this again. This is one of Paul Smiths, and I, I want to say uh, this is you are you're starting your workout routine. You're starting your workout regimen. You go in there three times a week, and you're focusing certain parts of your body so that you can feel like you're getting the most out of your time. So Daniel, as, as a person exercising, as a person building muscle, why biceps? Why focus on your biceps and not your hetero or your homoseps? Well, there's um, there's two two answers to mm-hmm. this one. Um, the first thing about biceps, just in their actual uh, uh, definition, is uh-huh. that the biceps are actually two parts of a muscle in the upper arm. Uh, that is the the short head and the long head of the bicep. Okay. If you were to only work out the homocep, that's just one of those. And that's going to look really, really odd and Mm -hmm. maybe blow your arm out. Like actually just explode (laughs) it or consume the other part that you should have been uh, working out at the same time. Mm -hmm. So it will just actually explode... um, your your, your entire arm. thing. Okay. Uh, in terms of a heterosep, 
Um, I would assume that it's a, a pretty similar thing. Let me just get the, the actual uh, definition of, of hetero. So we, um, okay. This is just nothing. It's the <laughs> only definitions are just a heterosexual person. Um, so I guess that, I guess that biceps being better than heteroseps is because um, hetero exclusively relates to a, a, a whole body. Uh, I, so, so it is the, the, uh, the, the prefix hetero is, uh, from the Greek heteros and it is the other of two. So it is, there is two hetero is like, this is the other. Oh, uh, okay. So if you were, if you were doing, oh God, that's even worse than just homoseps <laughs> because, oh, you're going to, you have to, you have to plan real hard to do heteroseps. Cause that means you work out one purposefully ignoring the other Oh, of God. the thing in the same part of the arm and then going back later and I guess holding the dumbbell slightly different. Yeah, to do it. And just kind of doing it. Like, and I feel like that's just going to cause a lot of health problems. Oh, for sure. Like that's like, cause like you, you miss uh, one day of the other one and you're, you're potentially fucked up for life. For, it, it's, it's so it's, it's, uh, I've seen, I think we've all seen some like the workout memes. It's like, Oh, this dude skips leg day. And it's like a dude is like really jacked on his upper body, but like, he's got like little chicken legs. But like in that context, if you're only working out their heteroseps, it's even worse than that. It's like, Oh, this dude skipped half of his arm. What the yeah, fuck is this that? Dude, How is yeah, he? Because at least, oh. at least the one guy, at least with the homo set, you're just like, wow, that guy's long head of his bicep, massive. It's destroyed the short head. That's yes. crazy. But at least he's dedicated. With the yes. other one, it's just that embarrassing thing. Like you said, with leg day, I'm just, oh, okay. Yeah, it's just like, he's he's not distributing this right. And it's not even like, because like, as the dude who skips leg day, I'm like laughing. I'm like, oh, that's kind of a silly thing. I'm genuinely concerned with a person whose half of their arm looks really yeah. toned. Why Why only half? Like, yeah. I could understand, like, for some reason to me, if a person mm -hmm. is going in to train their homoseps, yes. that means they're going in with the understanding that one of these is more important than the other. Yeah. A it's, person going in to flex their heteroseps is seeing both, recognizing that they're both there and just choosing. And just, nope. And just going, hey, fuck the short head. Long head today, baby. And then on his right arm, he does only the short head. And it looks like a, I don't know if you've ever messed around with like the creator wrestler in the SmackDown, <laughs> in the oh, SmackDown THQ uh, games. But you make some fuck ass looking dudes in there. And then you just got to walk and talk in one of those boys. Oh God! Yeah, no, it, it it's it, it's all of the it's all of the physical impossibility of a THQ creator wrestler, but they are just mashed against the fact that in reality they have to adhere to a set of rules, and so and I have to see yeah, that they, they they won't work. They oh. they won't do it, especially if they're like also doing leg day in addition <laughs> to those other ones. Um, and then the other uh, answer in terms of like actual uh, sexuality is just. Yeah. You, you get more options with biceps. Yeah, it's you like you, you essentially double your workout. <laughs> if, you're, if you're going homoseps, it's just, it's just, ah, oh, I only want to work out with other dudes. You do heteroseps, like, oh, I'm going to work out with just chicks. 
he biceps just like, oh, I think that there's a lot to be gained from both of these. Both? Yeah. Yeah. And then, so that's the easier answer. I wanted to go with the more idiotic, uh, semi-scientific. Okay. Oh, see, like what I was thinking whenever you, whenever you uh, put the, the sexual spin on it is a, is the homoseps is they're only working out with other uh, arms. And so the exercises only involve. Oh, that's arms. true. That's heteroseps true. is even dumber because heteroseps is, oh, I'm working on my arms so they can do stuff with legs. That's a that win. Yeah, and that's weird. So just, you know, just do it all. Just go biceps, I yeah. do think. I definitely think biceps is the way to go. Now, this, this, this. next question, this is one that I thought of, um, and I'm very, very happy with it. All right. I, I don't want to, to preface it with anything. Okay. I just give it, let it, it ride. ride. All right. So here's my question. Why vegetable roughies, not fruit smoothies? <laughs> No, there's there's no preface, and so it's it's, it's vegetable Why vegetable roughies, not fruit smoothies. Well, here's the thing. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, 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 I'm gonna get this idea out of my head because I do not want the joke to go into this direction. Okay, roll it, roll it out. I want for clarity. I want everyone to know that my first impulse was to go with roughies, like ruffles on a shirt, but made out of vegetables. So it's like <laughs> cabbage leaves, and so I'm there. I'm at the cotillion. I'm the toast of the ball in my vegetable roughies. If I'm wearing fruit smoothies, that's like what is it? What is that? Like a dicky made out of I don't know, like an apple. Fuck that. Get that on my face. That is, made of an apple. Who am I gonna impress with that garbage? But I'm putting that to the side. I don't think that's the direction. I don't want to go. All right. No, I, I will. I will specify that that I will even. I'll even spell it out. Vegetable okay. roughies. Vegetable spelled the way the vegetable normally is. Roughies uh, is R O U G H I E S. Roughies. Vegetable roughies. And then it is fruit smoothies. <laughs> that is the question. All right. Here. Okay. Here is actually. Here's the thing. All right. So I'm coming to. Uh, I'm. 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 I'm eating something. <laughs> and I clearly don't want to do, I don't want to do a lot of chewing, right? I'm not doing a lot of it. Not really what I'm looking to do. Um, a a, re, a interesting quirk of uh, of the distinction between vegetables and fruits. Before I even get to their roughiness or their smoothiness, um, <laughs> is that vegetables and fruits have different definitions based on if you're speaking. Uh, culinarily, as in like with making food, or mm-hmm. botanically. So given that this is the uh, nutrition wellness, I'm going to just ignore the botanical one. But if anyone who's curious, that's why there's the weird tomato thing of tomatoes are fruit sometimes and vegetables other times. Um, the interesting thing is uh, is culinarily, in the, in the context we're using it here, there is a difference between vegetables and fruits. Botanically, there is no subs- there is no significant difference between the two. And so from that perspective, you actually could have the same uh, food plant in both of these. Um, okay. It, it's just a, it's a neat little fact about vegetables. Uh, I, I figured I would share and force other people to also know. Um, Damn. Yeah, now, <laughs> now you have to know that too. Uh, but here's the here's the thing. Uh, culinarily speaking, though, it's I, I I have in front of me. I got a fruit smoothie and I got a vegetable roughy. Who hasn't been there? Who hasn't been in this situation? <laughs> and and typically, you you the thing you go to this type of food for is you're feeling a little low. You're not feeling like you got the energy. You're feeling a little sickly inside. So you want something natural. You want something good that you can just put in your body, make you feel good. 
The downside to a fruit smoothie, sure, I, I hear what you're saying, fruits full of vitamins and minerals, got a little sweetness to them so that you actually want to ingest them a little bit, smoothiness goes down real clean. Here's the problem with that. A lot of things making me feel icky are in my body. Uh, that's why they make me feel icky. A smooth liquid is not going to grab any of those on its way through. It's not going <laughs> to take any of those with it. A vegetable roughy, while it's going through, wild giving me all the vitamins and iron and B12 I need, it's yanking. It's yanking all that ick. Just out. It's just grabbing it and yanking it out of my body on its whole way down. Imagine like healthy sandpaper. Imagine like a healthy bag of rocks and you can just drink it. Mmm, I know. And it just pulls it. It pulls all that ick, all that gross just out of your body in one go. It is just such a... It, it's the best way to do it, honestly. <laughs> So it's like when you do like a like a like, like a, a cleanse, cleanse, like a cleanse that you do with like a smoothie type thing. Except for this one, it's just still the regular, it's regular rough. old vegetables. They're just clawing and just clawing tooth and, and nails to get all the eggs out your body. Just, yeah, it, it, it's not cleansing in like it makes my body dispel them on its own. No, my body wants to keep some of these because it doesn't know any better. The vegetable ruffy is taking them. Yeah, it's kicking in doors and grabbing the ick, kicking and screaming out of my body. All right. Um, I like that. I, I, I will do a follow-up question on it because I do like this question so much. Um, out of all of the different types of vegetable roughies uh, that you could eat, um, mm -hmm. which one's best for the yank? Which one's best for the Yankee? Oh, which one's got the most yank to it? Yeah, who's got um, the most bang for your yank? Let's go. Okay, all right, so if I'm going... If I if I have I have access to any vegetable I want, right? Mm -hmm. And I'm making a, I'm getting ready to make me a good vegetable roughy. I'm like I'm talking <laughs> like I'm gonna lose a couple organs. That's how much this thing's gonna yank out. Damn. Uh, yeah, no, it's it's rough. Um, I you know what? I I know this isn't gonna win me any fans in the vegetable fandom. I know this isn't gonna get me any uh any. Yeah, and people any, people any coming comments. back to this. Uh, like Dude, this from is where other we episodes, they they already know. No, they already know what you're gonna answer. People coming back to this one from a future mm. episode, but but go ahead, tell them. Um, it, it's gonna be carrots. It's gonna be carrots. I knew me. you were gonna say carrots. Mm. Yep. And and here's the thing for people for people who aren't actively right now looking at the Wikipedia page for carrots and vegetables. Um, the reason why <laughs> is is it's uh, there's a table listed about which parts are used of each vegetable and I think that's important to know because you don't want to describe any part of the lettuce before you throw it in a, in a vegetable roughy. Um, the parts used for a carrot are called root tubers and not as though tubers are you know separate things no 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 the root tubers because those are really what's going to yank and get the it's going to get the git as it goes through your whole body it is going to get the git it will it will yank that git right out Mm -hmm. And an another thing about carrots is that um, uh, sometimes just it, it, it does depend on the type of carrot. Yeah, for sure. But there, there are so many different types. There's baby carrots. So if you only need a little yank, you Bonnie get tiny yanks yank. going out. Also, most carrots have a lot of just built in ridges. So not only are they pulling in, they're keeping in. They're keeping they're it yanking in it, keeping it built into the ridge, clearing you right out of your uh, organs. And, uh, and also, it's the carrot is one of the most aerodynamically shaped of all the vegetables. Yeah, it's you just rocket ship that boat in there, dog. You just... Breakneck speeds. <laughs> Breakneck speeds. Just and I like that you say that because this whole time I've been picturing it, I've just been picturing like a NASCAR driver, just. <laughs> 
pinned to the side of a wall, but still taking like the entire uh, curve of a track. Yeah. And that's how I'm imagining this process going. And that yep. is awful. That, that, okay. that is, yeah, that, that, is, uh, that is typically how the vegetable roughy goes. All right, all so right. What, what was your banked up boy? Hit me all with right, it. All right, here's my banked up one. And I got I to gotta focus on the delivery. Otherwise, this joke will not work. All right. <laughs> all right. So, Daniel, mm-hmm. um, I, I feel like, again, just like with vegetable roughies and fruit smoothies, I feel like this is a, this is a dichotomy we've all had to decide between. Yes. Um, so, Daniel, I want to know. Uh, and this is it's it's you 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 wake up one day and you look and you're like you know what I just I wanna I wanna feel better I wanna be healthier and I wanna attack it from all sides. Mm-hmm. And so Daniel, I want to know why diet and exercise, not clarinet and jazzercise. <laughs> oh. Mm-hmm. It's a tough it's a tough choice between the two. I understand. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, here's here's what I know about um, diet and exercise. Um, when I was, this is actually probably about a good four or five years ago, but I actually used to run fairly regularly. I would try to run, I would try to run pretty much like a five k every day if I if I had it in me, and I would mm-hmm. try to stick to, you know, eating three small meals a day. Mm-hmm. And and I gotta say, I did I did feel good. Um, I, but I felt good in terms of my physical body felt good. But the thing about, uh, me is Mm. that if I am dieting and if I am exercising, it's usually because I am filled, um, with this type of unfathomable sadness deep within. And so I do it as a way to ignore my sadness. Mm. Um, and so, and it, and it it does work. It actually you, you sweat out a lot of the bad feelings when you do it, and then yeah. just when when you're eating regularly and you're not just always intaking caffeine, you don't have to spend so many nights just being upset. Yeah. Um, but here's the thing about uh, clarinets and jazzercise. Yeah. Um, first, uh, real quick, let me bring uh, jazzercise. Jesus <laughs> Christ! All right. Um. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Jazzercise, jazzercise. Oh, yeah, this is it. It's a type of fitness mm-hmm. done to jazz music as an exercise. So this is uh-huh. so jazzercise is is pretty much just a a more impromptu version of of Zumba. Yeah. Because the thing about Zumba is that all of the songs are all kind of kind of same. It's just your tango songs, you have your tango dances. Um mm-hmm. And, you know, if you're listening to some regular pop song, you get these kind of like, yeah, go, go, because every, every pop song has yeah, go, go in it. has yeah, go, go in it. It has yeah, go, go. And then that's just more, that's just more exercise. The thing about jazzercise is jazzercise, I don't know if you know this about a lot of jazz, but a lot of it is, is improvisational. There's a fair amount of improvisational jazz. So uh-huh. when you have music that you were listening to that is disjointed, constantly reminding you of all of the pieces that aren't lining up, in your life, <laughs> just things that you're like, yeah, this sounds like this could be a human, but this isn't a real human. No. And then you have to do the physical manifestation of that not only audible feeling, but just that way that your soul is currently going. Uh-huh. You just are swinging your arms with no force. You're ragdolling your arms back and forth. 
while just your head is down, you're hitting people. But they don't know. They just think that's the music. The drums are doing whatever they like at this point. Uh-huh. And then if you, all you're going to do is when you add a clarinet to it, you're just making it blues. You're just, the, the music that you're going to play <laughs> going into this, you're going to bring down the whole vibe. You're Ooh. just going real low, real. Oh, God, yeah. And then, like, the trumpet's doing something real happy. And so it just brings you back to the duality of the situation of there is this outward, bombastic version that everyone is focused on. That's what they're hearing the most of. That's what everyone's paying attention to. They're saying, oh, look how happy. Listen to how fun this is. But the undertones that you're trying to get people to notice of your unquenchable sadness that is just always lingering in this mishmash mess of swinging ragdoll arms is, is, is overall ignored. <laughs> and so the clarinet at that point is just a way to keep your arms from hitting someone else. But what have they ever done for you? Yeah, maybe they deserve <laughs> to be hit, honestly. If anything, if, if you felt a little happier, you'd want to hit them. But you're too sad for even that. You're just turning it into bluesercising. <laughs> is what's happening at that juncture. And, and, and so that's just like, that's exercising, but also being sad on top of it. And that's a, and I think it'd be wrong. And that's the thing. Because, it's yeah. like, I would rather exercise to, to counterbalance the sadness. Cause that is why I would run. That is why yeah. I would diet. Cause mm-hmm. it, it is, is I can be sad at the same time. Mm-hmm. But the thing is my, since my body is feeling better and I'm not listening to what is essentially, um, eight people trying to outdo another person. Yeah. It's like my brain is in a calmer state of mind. It's just, okay, I get it, but at least I feel good. I can make a change going this route. It, like, There's it, something it, I can do. I'm setting myself up for the future where mm-hmm. clarinet and jazzercise is just constant negative reinforcement on my already dire situation. It, 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 pair, it pairs the unpredictability of not only this hellscape of life we all lead, but also jazz. And it, it, <laughs> it, it, it intersects that. With the, with it's the, not the, enough that I have to be alive, but yeah. listening to jazz is just right out. Yeah, yeah, it's right out, and it pairs that with just the 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 albeit smooth, but definitely mood lowering uh, aspect that clarinet brings to the table. I see what you're saying because I, I feel like because it's it's whenever you exercise, it's it's you like it's it's the mentality is it feels good to feel good. If you make your body feel good, it feels good mentally. It's back to evolution and stuff like that. Whereas jazz one, it's it's there's just this it's it's unless you're a jazz musician, unless you're unless you are like yeah, if you're playing life, jazz, you're having yeah. the best time of your life, and unless someone that. turns it into blues, in yeah, which case yeah. you're sad, and, and that's so that, what I'd be doing. I would be making everyone have a worse time. And so at that point, it's a bunch of people just riffing on different ways to be sad, and that is stupid. <laughs> That is stupid. I would much rather just That's run, run like, uh, run like 3.5 miles by myself, eat, mm-hmm. eat a nice dinner, and then like go out into the world and try to make some changes. <laughs> just don't I, put me in a room with a bunch of people swinging their arms. Yeah, a bunch of, a bunch of people trying to play really high tempo, upbeat jazz, and then having this clarinet just cut on in. Yeah, no, can't have any of that. So that's my very good answer, and that leads us to, I believe. The setup for next week's show, which you have. I do have next week's. Yeah, so uh, that was our episode on uh, on nutrition wellness. The teaser, the teaser question, and then the theme. 
uh, for next week's. Uh, Daniel, mm. teaser question. Okay. He is, hey, Daniel, why the New York Giants not actual literal giants and our next week's theme is going to be just teams and groups they can be oh, sports they can be organizations groups. just teams and groups oh, fictional non beautiful whatever you guys want to do oh god um, i'm excited oh, i'm i'm real hyped for next week's um uh, of course uh, we do take su- submissions and suggestions for these if you want to send them at us uh, we are at wtntcast on twitter we have a facebook page our email address is why this not that cast at g gmail.com so just send them in as soon as you get them um do we have any uh, anything else as the as the ending stuff uh nope we're just gonna lead them out uh with our nice song but as we uh as as we always say uh, um uh, uh, i think we actually got it synced up perfectly that time wait hold on what's it at Okay, You're, I was a little bit before you, I think. A little bit? Okay. Just a little bit. Not too much, though. Right. So I'll be sure to remember I add the audio in later to have it double and then slightly off. <laughs> Please don't do that. I am not going to do that at all. I don't I wouldn't want to risk alienating the last minute <laughs> listeners of the podcast because those are... Those are the diehard fans. Yeah, we're going to do that joke uh, later, as our future nice. listeners know. Yeah, the future listeners who come back to this, they go, oh, this is where they got the idea. Uh, okay, well, that was the outro. All right, everyone, again, uh, bye. bye. <laughs>